top five DOA it's Core, Smart Water, that dang Fiji, <laughs> Life Water, and the Sun. <laughs> I'm just playing. I better not ever hear anybody put Dasani or Aquafina in their top waters. Like, you immediately lose all respect. And if you do, I curse your crops. <laughs> My final pick is Detroit tap water with a Brita filter. Clutch. <laughs> Can we talk about body counts, promiscuity, numbers, hoa's life, dating, OnlyFans, all of that. This is probably going to be a long one, y'all, but... I'm back. <laughs> and fair warning and full disclaimer to my younger listeners. Hi, Chumbawamba. Don't listen to this episode. <laughs> You're not old enough yet. Your mother and your father can't wait to have these talks with you. <laughs> but until then, go listen to one of my many family friendly episodes. All right. We ready? Sound check. Blast off. Greetings, Earthlings. I have returned. <laughs> I'm certain at least I'm certain at least two out of the three of y'all have missed me. <laughs> but if you know me, you know that's like sufficient enough because I appreciate even one person listening to me because I'm annoying. <laughs> a child saved is a soul saved. <laughs> Live holy every day. But seriously, I want to thank any and everybody that has continued to listen, inquire, check up on me, give me ideas, like all of that. I genuinely and sincerely appreciate all of it. I've gotten feedback from friends who still listen to my content, you know, just because they miss my voice. That means a lot to me. It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Even with me hating the sound of my own voice, like, I'm glad y'all appreciate it because it's a real struggle for me. <laughs> but I have moments where I just don't want to talk. I don't want to hear myself at all. I, I think it's because I feel like I'm talking too much. And if you know me, you know that I'm really a quiet person. But I'm also that very funny, very intelligent, very loquacious. I love that word. <laughs> I think it's my second favorite word next to obsidian. That's a little um, nugget of information about me. <laughs> but I have Questlove to thank for that. But anyway, um, I'm the occasional life of the party type of person. Like I can turn it on and off depending on the need. <laughs> like, I seriously read the room. Like, when I was in high school, if I knew I was in a class with an already class clown, I would just be quiet. But then, like, if I knew that role needed to be filled, like, I would be, like, the wildest classmate. So I had to step up to the plate. <laughs> but anyway, I spend a lot of my time thinking and having conversations in my head, and that's actually how I come up with these episodes and it's all based on conversations I'm having while I'm at work with myself. So it gets tiring <laughs> basically because it's really a lot of overthinking and sometimes less is more, which is why I stopped writing 
long statuses on like Facebook or social media and it'll it'll happen like instantly like I'm like all right I'm talking too much let me stop <laughs> like I, I just know when to stop and then sometimes it it may be it may even be in moments where people don't want me to stop but like I just know that I'm talking too much and it's one of those things I, I've seen it somewhere else I've seen it with some I think I've seen it in a movie recently where one of the characters was like always trying to shut themselves up because they just have the what movie is that? I watch so many movies, y'all. I'm sorry, but the female protagonist, I think she's like she has a tendency to ramble, so she just shuts herself up before somebody gets annoyed. So I kind of feel like that, and I do that. But I don't want to be one of these people that becomes so opinionated that people look to you to kind of be the voice of reason or address certain things or they want to live vicariously through you to broadcast their own ideas and it's like use your own voice man like I see I see it happen with a lot of people on social media like the moment you get a certain amount of followers people are like oh why don't you use your platform to talk about this and uh, not that I have nearly that many amount of followers. I may have them one day, though. But I never want to get to that point to where, like, people are just trying to channel themselves through me. And it's just like, nah, dude, I, I'm good. I, I like to be quiet about a lot of things. So sometimes when things are trending and I get I get asked about it, I actually want to put this segment in the show when I have guests on. But... I get asked about, you know, current events and what I think about it. And I'm just like, I don't think anything. <laughs> I can come up with something if you want me to just to discuss it. But I try not to just hold on to opinions and have so much in my head like that because I got a lot going on up there. And it's like I, that space is precious. <laughs> so me silencing myself is just how I manage my own piece. It's just one of those things. I, I know I'm not the only one. I know there are other people who do it. I get irritated when other people do it to me. <laughs> so I really try not to do it to people, you know, but this podcast is mainly my, most of my listeners are friends and family. So I'm okay with shutting down the studio for a couple weeks and not saying anything in front of a microphone. But I've still been very active on social media. I'm still, you know, active in my inbox and texting people and picking up the phone and stuff like that. So this is just an extra outlet that, you know, if I need to cut it off, I will. But I'm back for now. <laughs> so I have a lot to say, as you can see or as you can hear. I have a lot to say. So I say all of that for a reason like on top of the other issues I've been having this me you know not wanting to talk is also a key component in my absence and a lot of times when you're figuring out so much and you're doing it by yourself and you have so much in your head and you just want peace even if it's from yourself which is hard but you're allowed to have that and it's important so I get it. Somewhere you can be nobody. Just clear your head. That was a Nas King's Disease reference. I'm sorry. That album is incredible, though. If you haven't listened to Nas King's Disease 2, 
especially the song with Lauren Hill. Do yourself a favor and just go listen to that really quick before you finish this podcast. Anyway, for those of you just joining me, you can wake up now. <laughs> I am your host, Marcus, the multi-tapper, a.k.a. the Green Ranger, a.k.a. the Meteor Man, a.k.a. the serial killer, hide murder material in the serial box on top of your stereo, a.k.a. Big Daddy Long Socks. <laughs> Today's topic or topics is based on the Wayans Brothers episode that I made a status about on Facebook. And I'll read it to y'all because I think it sets everything up perfectly. So <laughs> in the episode, Marlon says, her past is her past. I don't care. You don't throw away a Rolls Royce because it's got a dent in it. And then Sean says... You do if it's been rear-ended 2,000 times. <laughs> it's a funny moment in that episode. It's season five, episode five. And basically the episode is Marlon finds out that the woman he's dating used to be a hoe. These are the show's words, not mine. The episode is actually titled Holes on First. <laughs> so this episode has aged well, though, in my opinion, in certain aspects. Marlon asks, at one point in the show, Marlon asks Sean, why is it okay for Sean to sleep with a lot of women and retain a good reputation, but it's not okay for Angel, the woman Marlon is dating, to sleep with a lot of men and get the same respect. But in the end, spoiler alert, Marlon misses out on a good woman because of his insecurities and lack of trust. But that quote from Sean is always funny to me because that's an interesting question. And obviously, if you view women as objects, you can agree with Sean's point and that metaphor. That all, of course, though, depends on the person. So the question, the main question is, does a woman's number matter? In this age of dating and marriage and et cetera, it's interesting to see the effect sexual liberation and promiscuity has on people's views, men and women. And I said, dot, 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 I'm going to make a podcast about this. So all of that was in quotes. Like that was all in the status. So today's topics are basically based around that question, though, that I asked in that status. Does a woman's number matter? Does a man's number matter? Does a person's number matter? And by matter, I mean, can the amount of people they've had sex with deter you from further communication, moving to the next step, working toward a committed relationship, marriage, or whatever your threshold is or whatever it is? I say that because I imagine the number is less important based on where you want to go with this person. Like, for example, some people disregard things like that if this is just a quick solution to a complicated hormonal problem. <laughs> like they know there's no future and there's a slim chance of it going anywhere outside of this wham, bam, thank you, ma'am <laughs> or sir or what, or it or whatever it is. But anyway, so y'all want to know my personal thoughts. Y'all want to know my personal answer and how I feel about this. <laughs> I'll tell you in a minute, but the point of this is like not to be judgmental toward anybody or shame anybody or say who's wrong or who's right. It's just an interesting topic to me and 
that episode of the Wayans Brothers always reminds me how we're still having this type of how we're still having that type of conversation today. And we probably always will, because that's just how it is when everyone's morals and opinions don't align. You have several groups of people that you can categorize and generalize most people into. It's usually about three groups, regardless of what the topic is. You have your progressives, you have your in-betweeners, and then you have your traditionalists. Obviously, the first and last of the groups I mentioned will lean heavily for or against this subject or any subject or whatever it is, you know, whatever it is we're talking about. Again, so you have people who fall in between and can sympathize with both sides they may not ever pick a side, which is fine because we need those in-betweeners and we need those middle people to tell us how much they don't really care. <laughs> Otherwise, the two extremes will always be in this constant battle with no one in the middle to tell them to shut up and enjoy life. <laughs> As you probably guessed by now, I'm one of those in-betweeners. <laughs> but that's usually where I fall on most subjects. Like, I'm not sure I mentioned this. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on this podcast before, but I'd be a great mediator. I was told this by more than one person. I have a unique ability to see both sides and explain them in ways that sound less extreme and more reasonable and easier to digest. So with all that said, let's get to these numbers. (laughs) All right. Like. I'm going to share I'm going to share a few things and ideas and talk about some stuff and then I'll get to my ultimate stance which is a big deal for me but I'll talk about all that later. So, this conversation is obviously only important, you know, depending on the person. Like if you're a traditionalist and you're old-fashioned, meaning you probably inherited most of your views and morals through religion, this might be a bigger deal to you than other people, which might be a little ironic to some people because we all know how church people (laughs) we all know how church people be the most toxic man i mean y'all can't see me right now but i'm kanye shrugging (laughs) like i'm just saying i understand and i get it i can relate to i can relate to those traditionalists because i was also brainwashed so much that i've been afraid to live my life because I think the clouds are going to open up. I'm going to get sent to hell with a lightning bolt. (laughs) Like, I'm not here to completely knock religion or church because those are some there because there's some good moral structure in that, especially if that's missing in your life. But as a child who has yet to even experience life, it can be very challenging to navigate through. Like, I've seen it. It's like the Disney slash child star curse thing in Hollywood. Like the first chance those kids get when they become of age is usually the complete opposite of the dictatorship they were confined to for so long. So I definitely understand a person's body count being of some importance. What I've noticed and what I found interesting and confusing and still to this day, I don't completely understand Male hoes get mad love. <laughs> like, for real. Like, this still knocks me off my feet, man. Like, and it was a real struggle from it was a real struggle for me coming up, like witnessing this. 
because I believed and I was determined to be this extra romantic, extra nice guy. And that's just not what was getting it done. (laughs) I see it even now still as a grown man. Like I can laugh about it now and I'm exaggerating to to an extent. But like in my younger years, I was definitely that frustrated nice guy. The one that would go off on you and be like, oh, you just want a man to call you a B word and slap you around. <laughs> like I was that dude. And I also I also understand that this is like not exclusive to men feeling this way. Like women feel this. Well, some women see it this way, too. Like there are a lot of women out there who believe us men only want like the easy women. And <laughs> and those kind of women are like messing it up for the good ones. I've definitely seen and heard those discussions take place. I think it's just one of those things that comes with immaturity and the inevitable growth that follows as you age um, from both sides. Like as the quote unquote nice guy or girl, it can be very demoralizing to stay true to yourself and your values and your religion when your peers are just completely living their lives to the fullest and doing the worst of things and still they get married before you (laughs) and they have everything you don't have and you just can't figure out how the cuss did that happen? (laughs) Like, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of feeling like that. It's not that I feel like if you're one of my male peers and and you have sex with an unlimited amount, an unlimited number of women that you don't deserve anything good in life. It's not that I feel like that. It's more like this dude has cheated on all his girlfriends. <laughs> he's trash. He's narcissistic. He's got toxic masculinity. <laughs> and yet still, he managed to marry the most innocent, sweetest woman in the world. Like, that's an extreme example, but you know what I mean, man. Like, I'm not going to lie. I've actually sat down and like seriously thought about it and like come to the conclusion that if I want these things, a wife, a family in the house with a white picket fence, I got to start acting up. (laughs) Like I got to be on my thought ish, like fully and completely. I've told people about the thought phase that's coming up for me though. Like summer of 2030 going to be crazy, (laughs) but Because, like, those niggas is winning, son. Like, period. (laughs) But it's like that scam thing I saw on Facebook. Somebody said something like they wanted to scam for money, too, but they just know God is going to make an example out of them. Like, that's the type of fear-based living that I was talking about. Like, the peer pressure is real, and it's like, you want to scam, too. You want to be just as trash as everybody else. And that peer pressure can be crippling. Like, imagine how much more that peer pressure affects you when you think you're going to be stricken down for saying a cuss word or having sex before marriage. <laughs> like, that pressure is definitely real. And you get taught to not be of the world. And you get, you know, taught to be yourself and not follow the crowd and all of these things. But it's like, you, it, it doesn't look as rewarding as it seems like it should be and of course those lessons are all coming from older people who have lived their lives and they're looking back in hindsight and they're trying to save you from it but 
they don't understand that you also have to live your life. But so I also understand, though, the unimportance of this number, this body count thing that we're talking about. Like in the grand scheme of things, like it really doesn't matter. To refer back to that episode, like I said, Marlon ended up missing out on a good woman because of his insecurities and just not being able to trust Angel, which that's the big thing. If you know that about yourself and then just be honest and put it out there so that other person can know because they might just cut you off off rip because who wants to deal with somebody with insecurities like that's a whole battle that nobody wants to fight because it's extremely exhausting so is the number important to me yeah it is it's taken a lot for me to say that and like stand on it because for a lot of reasons man and I understand how judgmental it can sound and I understand how insecure it can sound and all of that. Like I struggle with it for those exact reasons because I know in my heart, like I don't have bad intentions. I'm not setting out to shame anybody or any of that, like any of those um, traditionalist tactics. But I know when I was younger, like I definitely came off as judgmental to certain, you know, to certain young women, certain people. And I've had to like check myself and ask myself, like, is this really who I am? Like, I know it's not, (laughs) but like, despite what some people may think, um, Tiffany, (laughs) she nicknamed me Judgy McJudgerson. Anyway, but like, I know this is not the kind of person, you know, I am. I know I'm not on that traditionalist end of it, even though I feel like when it when it comes to the subject, when it comes to the question, I'd feel like I am more of a traditionalist than that progressive person. But I still fall in between because I'm not like attacking a progress. I'm not attacking, you know, anybody. I'm not attacking any woman. For whatever, you know, whatever you want to do with your body, whatever you want to wear, say, you know, all of that is cool. How much is exactly too much? Like with that number that I don't know, like I haven't thought about it and I don't think I'm interested in being that precise. I suppose it would be better if I did. But you know how that is. Like I, I if I say 10 is too many. And then I meet the greatest woman ever. And she told me she had 11. Like, (laughs) like I'm supposed to be like, oh, no, I'm good. Like, I'm not doing that, man. Like every year for the last like 10 years, I feel like I've adjusted myself and how I communicate with people to be less misunderstood. It's another reason why I go quiet sometimes. And like I've mentioned, like, I don't like disappointing people. And I take being called like judgmental and other things very hard. But this is how I know that I've struggled with accepting a woman's past sexual history because I've actually worked on it. The fact that I had to work on it is means that I obviously mind. So like I've actually worked on like not asking questions I don't want to know the answers to. Or I've worked on not running in the opposite direction when I get some information 
or I'll find out some things and, you know, somehow. But when I know that number might be more robust than I want to acknowledge, <laughs> like, it definitely matters to me, but not so extreme that, like, I can't tolerate it. It takes energy to, like, deal with sometimes. And by that, by that, I mean, it's just like, if you already know what's something you struggle with and you already know, like, this person has strikes against them, like, it just seems, like, unnecessary for me to, like, try to stomach it just to be with somebody that, you know, I'm already not feeling. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean by, like, it takes that extra energy sometimes, like, just going that extra mile. It's like... Oh, on top of you not liking hip hop, like you, <laughs> like on top of you not liking hip hop, you don't have sex with fifty dudes, and like I can't have comic books around you, like like stuff like that. It's just like, uh, like it's, it's not even worth it at that point. So that's what I mean by. So that's what I mean by it takes extra effort and energy sometimes, and it's just it's just not worth it sometimes. But you know, I've come across some people that are completely worth it for me personally i'm not going to have requests or demands or preferences if i'm not also returning that same energy like with dating like i've noticed recently and this is just maybe it's just me i could be wrong but i've noticed like an influx of people who think it's better or they prefer to date everybody until one person applies the most pressure on some bachelor and bachelorette type ish. And I'm not like that. Like I'm more of a traditionalist in that sense too. But I understand if that's what you want to do and that's what works for you. And that's fine. Like we don't have to go any further. Just know that I don't have the time and energy to do that. So like if I'm asking you, if I'm telling you, like, you're the only person I'm talking to, you're the only person I'm dating, like, you, yeah, rest assured, there's not going to be any type of drama because I don't have the energy for it. So that's what I mean by, like, I'm not going to, like, demand that you cut off all your holes if I'm not also doing the same thing. So... Like, that logic is applicable, like, all across the board to me, like... I'm not the dude with a high body count trying to marry a virgin <laughs> or I'm not a woman. And that's probably that's that's probably one of my issues, too, with this whole body count thing. Like, I, I know that I don't have a high body count. So it's like because I know that. Is there something wrong with me wanting somebody who also doesn't have a high body count? But the older you get. The smaller that dating window gets and you end up in a situation where everybody your age was a hoe at some point. <laughs> and you should just stop fooling yourself and come on to be the step parent. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just what it is, man. All the good people get uh, married up and that's just what it is. Like, you didn't, I didn't act fast enough. But for real, I'm just saying, like, that's... That's why I said I'm not so extreme on the number because drawing that line in the sand is a it's a bit too much for me. Like in this day and age also, it's not just about 
that body count. Like, it's one thing if the word around town is that, you know, she get around. It's a whole nother thing if you got some amateur adult content circulating the web <laughs> that, like, verifies the whoredom that hath taken place. <laughs> like, that body count question took on takes on a new form of would you date somebody with an OnlyFans? And it's funny how people who didn't mind the numbers being the first ones to be like, nah, on that OF question, though. Like... All of a sudden, you got um, standards. <laughs> but, you know, I think everybody has their own limits on what they're willing to tolerate and exactly and what exactly is acceptable. The problem with the likes of traditionalists is they think it's OK to dictate and criticize people how, you know, tell people how they should conduct themselves as a man or as a woman like. This discussion, even though I've been trying to be, like, inclusive, like I've said, men can be hoes, too. And, like, all women don't like community penis. <laughs> but this discussion is mainly geared toward how society has treated women who decided they want to wear this type of clothing and how many people they choose to lay with or how they talk or how they rap. Like, all of that. Like, I've never been the type to treat any woman with any less respect based on their decision to do whatever it is they're doing. Like I have friends and know people who have made these very decisions to be a sex worker or be on some whole ish. <laughs> and did it affect our relationship in certain situations? Yeah. But I didn't cut them off. Like, I didn't respect them less. I didn't stop being who I am. I didn't stop being a genuine person toward them. So that's why I've never viewed myself as judgmental. Because a lot of y'all wouldn't even be around me. (laughs) Like, if I was, like, that judgmental and I was that much of a traditionalist, like, a lot of y'all wouldn't be here. So, but I did understand where the criticism came from for people who said that. But. I'm just saying, like, I under, I definitely understand the societal constraints and everything. And I understand the progressive pushback toward the traditionalists that say it's okay for a woman to wear this. And they say it's okay for a woman to lay with whomever she wants at whatever frequency. My biggest thing about that is, even with that being absolutely true, you always have to understand that there's consequences for your actions. And some of those can be negative sometimes. You want, obviously, you want the positive to outweigh the negative. If you, as a woman, decide that you're going to be as promiscuous as you want to be, understand that the dude that's probably been trying to get with you might fall back and just be like, all right, you know, well, I'm not with that. So. And that's okay. Like, as long as you're okay with that and you're okay with that decision, like, that's cool. Like, just know, though, it's going to affect people around you differently. A lot of people have traditionalist family members. Like, the things we do to please people, like, your body count or your decision to have or your decision to be a sex worker or whatever may prevent you from meeting any of that person's family or friends. Like, that's a challenge for that person. Even if they may not be traditional themselves, they may be an in-betweener. 
But like they just aren't ready for those conversations. Like if you decide to host an OnlyFans page, like just know you've probably made your dating life a little tougher. Not everybody though. Like there are plenty of healthy OnlyFans couples out there. Like do you? That's fine. I'm just saying that if you were already struggling in that dating department, if you probably didn't make it any easier. But you still deserve happiness. Never give up on that. Do not give up on that. And that's for everybody, unless you're just a completely trash person. <laughs> like, I don't really care about, you know, people that harm children and kill whatever. Like, even the old-fashioned people who still believe in the ancient ways of meeting someone at a church gathering and taking them home to Mod Pie. Like, <laughs> you still deserve happiness. And I understand how challenging it can be for both sides. And I understand that we need to get away from those societal constraints and stigmas and all of those words I don't know the meaning to. <laughs> I understand that it's not okay to shame a woman based on what she chooses to do with everybody. Like, especially if we're not equally shaming men for the exact same things. Like, I get all of it, and this episode is filled with so much rambling because this topic is very controversial, and it can go on for decades, and it has gone on for that long. So I think it's an interesting study in human behavior. I think it is and was. I think it was and it is important to me personally that I acknowledge my own personal struggles and also offer my perspective and why I feel that way and how I got this way, etc. I think it's important for everybody to do that within themselves and like make their own determinations. Worry less about what you think society thinks or what people want from you or how you're going to be judged. In the words of the late great Shock G, do what you like and let the chips fall where they may, man. Like, you'll have some regrets and some moments and decisions you take back, but we can only move forward in time. Like, I look back and think, I wish I had loosened up a lot sooner. Like, I can get caught up in trying to make the best decision that I forget to just live. And that's a constant battle to this very day. But I can't continue to, like, relive the past, though. Like... I'll get it right next time around. So with all that said, it all goes out the window because I'll marry Jada Fire in a heartbeat. <laughs> so if you think that I probably don't want to date you now because you used to be out there and you was about that life, like just know my woman crush Wednesday every week is one of the freakiest adult film stars ever. <laughs> I have fun with this subject, man. And, like, again, there's so much to talk about, and there's so much more I wanted to say. Like, when I was thinking about it, riding around at work, I just, I literally put hours into a, a vocab into my brain. <laughs> like, I could ramble for days about this, but I hope y'all learned something about me. Maybe you learned something about yourself, or you can relate to the difficulties of dating with standards in today's world or vice versa or whatever. Maybe the number, maybe the body count number is important to you. Maybe it's not. 
maybe we're getting away from you know we're finding maybe we're we're things are finally changing and we're finally getting away from even discussing that i hope y'all enjoyed my voice if you fell asleep you're welcome <laughs> i have a lot more to talk about and get out of my head before i go on another silent sabbatical be on the lookout for some more of these and some reviews I just watched Suicide Squad, and I want to talk about Space Jam. I want to eventually get around to having people over here. It's, it's really, y'all know what it really is. I don't like the summer at all. <laughs> like right now, I'm in my room recording this sweating because I had to turn my AC off. So I won't have all that background noise, but I really don't like the summer. And I really just wish I could hibernate and like wake up when it's fall. And the weather is like 65 degrees at the highest. Like, that's me. Like, I don't do summertime, man. So, I'm going to probably be shutting the studio down every summer. (laughs) Yeah, thank y'all for listening, supporting, the feedback, the love, everything. Like, review, subscribe. Peace.